Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. The following episode was recorded in 2021. Let's jump in. Welcome to today's podcast. Welcome to this, actually, this special Friday edition of the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We are wrapping up today the letter of 2 Timothy. So we're in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Interesting. This is actually the last chapter the Apostle Paul wrote that we know of, that we have recorded in Scripture. Um, 2 Timothy was... One that was the last letter, and so chapter four then would be the last chapter that we have penned by um, the um, the amazing apostle. So, uh, so it brings an extra level of sort of um, intensity um, reflection to these words, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy uh, the last line uh, that we have of the apostle Paul. So it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So. Um, Welcome. So glad you're on today. We, uh, you know, what we do. We read. We pray. We change the world. And so uh, we've been working our way through the New Testament this year, and we're now um, well over halfway through the New Testament in our uh, daily readings. And we will continue that all the way through the end of the year. So by the end of the year, we will have wrapped up, read together every single chapter of the New Testament. Awesome, awesome. And so uh, on Monday we uh, jump into the short letter to Titus. Um, and so that will happen on Monday. So hope you'll join us then. Uh, and here coming up very, sh- very shortly, the daily podcast will only be on podcast as I am going to be on sabbatical for a couple of months. So there will be no social media presence. Um, so the daily podcast will not be on Instagram or Facebook starting Tuesday. It will be only on the podcast. Now, if you're strictly a podcast listener, you won't even notice the difference. (laughs) It will be just the same uh, because we will continue on with our readings, uh, but only on the podcast. And so uh, tell your friends, get on the podcast, share Pastor Terry's Bible study podcast with your friends. Um, Share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram. Say, hey, jump on over here to the podcast um, and uh, be a part of this cool community. Who knows? You know, it might change someone's life. It has this podcast and all glory to God, nothing to do with Terry, just God's word and God's spirit. Lives have been changed. People have been encouraged. People have literally been saved, met Jesus through just these daily readings and daily time together as a community, uh, reading the word of God and studying and, and just having some fun along the way. Like we say in the introduction, we take the word of God very seriously. We don't take ourselves that seriously. The word of God, yes. Ourselves, not so much. So, well, let's do it, guys. You know we're here for. Let's read the word. Let's do it. Second Timothy chapter four. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of His appearing and His kingdom, I give you this charge. Like, whoa. Okay, hold on. This is this is like this is like calling uh everyone to attention calling paul to attention right he's like basically before god and christ jesus who is the eternal judge 
in view of the, his appearing and his kingdom, <laughs> um, I give you this charge. It is a very strong word in Greek. This, I give you this. It is very, it's like, if you have any desire to be a um, decent preacher, decent pastor, then the next thing he's going to say is absolutely uh, beyond critical. It's essential. It is a, uh, you can't, you're, you're going to go nowhere without it, right? It's like if you want, there's any hope of you being a good preacher, good pastor, a uh, good uh, leader of others towards the heart of God, this next thing be, is, is essential. So before God, before Christ, before his appearing, before his coming, Timothy, do this. Preach the word. Oh, ooh. as a preacher, man, I love that. I love that, right? Look, of all the things that we can do um, in church, the most important thing we can do is expound the word of God. You know, we can offer lots of classes and lots of uh, uh, counseling sessions, a lot of uh, events and activities for kids and and family members, and we can have great music and great worship. We can have all those things, but nothing has more spiritual impact and lasting impact than expounding the word of God, preaching the word of God, proclaiming the word of God. And so I, I would say this, man, this is true. Like even with our friendships, like, you know, what is the most important thing you can do to help your friends move closer to God? Man, if you can get them actually studying and reading the word of God, that again, shameless plug, get them into this daily podcast, even maybe this could be a tool where we're, you know, not the commentary, but the word of God, you know, um, God, you know, the other thing I say in this, you know, kind of introduction to this podcast is God's word is true. Everything else is just commentary, right? Everything else that I add, even what I'm saying right now, this is just commentary. But when we read the word of God, that is power. That is transformational. That is what moves people's hearts towards the heart of God. That's what reveals to them Jesus and salvation. So the most important thing we can give for our friend, fans and friends and family is not the, the 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 cool book I just read. And those, I mean, hey, I've done that and I still do that. And I will continue to do that. A good book that I know might, might touch someone's heart. But at the end of the day, the most important thing that we want to lead them to is the scripture, the word of God. A, a true and honest reading, a fair reading of the word of God. We're convinced that a fair reading of the word of God will change people's lives. Um, so Paul says, look, of all things, Timothy, verse two, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. So when are you supposed to be ready to preach? Always <laughs> be ready in season and out of season. I don't feel. No, you've got to be ready all the time. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience, great patience and careful instruction the word of god watch this this is important verse four verse three for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine so there's gonna be time there's gonna be a time coming when people don't want to hear the word of god they don't want to hear what the word of god has to say they don't want to hear sound doctrine instead they will they will suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears Want to hear? Hey, look, 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 look. This happens all the time today, man. It happens on the left and on the right. People with a, a left bent 
political persuasion. They want they want to f- gather a preacher around them that will preach their politics and their perspective and their philosophy and endorse their um, ideology and use the Bible to do it. And those on the right want the same thing. They want a preacher. It's interesting how similar they are. They want a preacher who will they can uh, who will say who will reinforce their political ideologies and will use the Bible to do it. And the itching ears are both on the left and the right. And so when you get a, when you get the word of God that is not pinned by any political party, it, excuse my French, it pisses off both sides. It ticks off both sides. They both get a little ticked by it. And it, that's the way it should be because the word of God is not left or right. What, what do we read in chapter three? Every, the word of God is God breathed. It's not Republican breathed. It's not Democrat breathed. It's not American breathed. It's not European. It's not African. It's not Middle Eastern. It's God breathed. And so it's going to speak truth. But there will be people, and it's so prevalent right now. People want someone around them that will scratch their itching ears. Not tell me what the Word of God says. Tell me how the Word of God reinforces what I already believe about this political issue. That's what people want. Tell me how the Bible proves that my perspective is right. And I'll be right, I'll be right up front, real loud, and amen everything. Yeah, you will amen everything because they're saying exactly what you want them to say. I feel like I feel like you got to get a few amens and you got to get a few oh me's. <laughs> oh me. <laughs> a little bit of conviction is good, man, for all of us. You know, that's why I listen to people that may not. I don't always 100% agree with because I need to be challenged. I don't need to be I don't need to be in an echo chamber listening to the people who I who I agree with 100% every time. Now I love hearing those people too, don't get me wrong. But I also need to hear people who see things a little differently, who will push against my uh assumptions and cause me to see maybe the word of God differently. Not to change the word, but to see it in a new and a fresh way. But there'll be people who want their itching ears um scratched. Verse four, they will turn their ears away from the truth. Don't tell me what the Bible says. Tell me that. Tell me how the Bible proves my point. And they'll turn aside to myths, lies. Verse five, but you keep your head in all situations. Be cool, man. <laughs> what do we call to do? Be cool, man. Keep your head. Don't be don't be spun out by all these, all the uh, the emotionalism and the. The, uh, the radicalism. Whoa, you got to be grounded in the word of God. Keep your head in every situation. Wisdom. Endure hardship. Do the work of the evangelist. Paul, it's, it's believed that maybe Timothy didn't have a default uh, gifting as an evangelist. And so Paul's saying, look, even though you're not gifted as an evangelist, Paul, Timothy was probably more of a pastoral type, more of a, a nurturer. So Paul's like, look, don't neglect the gift of an evangelist. Don't neglect the fact, the the gift, the, the 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 call to reach those who are far from God. Do the work of the evangelist. And for some people, that's work, right? Depending on your gifting, uh, for some, um, care and compassion isn't doesn't feel like work. It's just gifting. For some, um, doing the work of an evangelist, reaching those who are far from God, leading people to Christ, doesn't feel like work. It's just that's their gifting. Uh, for some. Uh, you know, teaching doesn't feel like work. It's their gifting. Uh, but as a leader, Paul's saying to Timothy, 
even though evangelism isn't in your necessarily your, your, your wheelhouse, don't neglect it. It's still part of what you need to do, even though it may not be your strongest gift. Don't neglect it. Discharge all the duties of your ministry, all the duties, even the duties that are hard. <laughs> Everybody's got a part of their job that's hard, right? Everybody's got a part of their job that they don't like, that is difficult, that isn't fun, right? Everybody, no job. There, I don't know if there's a job out there that you get to do exactly what you want to do 100% of the time. There's always an administrative piece or a logistical piece or a people piece or a task-oriented piece or just a mundane piece of everyone's job that no one really likes, but it's part of it. And Paul's like, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Verse 6, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is near. What is he saying? Man, that's, that's, that's a somber note, right? Like Paul's in a sense saying, I'm, I'm going to die soon. My, 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 my time here on earth is, is winding down. I'm being poured out like a drink offering. A drink offering was a, a, a often wine would be poured out before God as a as an offering, uh, as, a, as an offering to God. It would be poured out. And, um, and so Paul's using that analogy. I'm already being poured out. My life is being poured out like the, the glass of wine being poured out uh, for God. My life, I'm down to the last few drops of my life that can be poured out for God. Um, it's almost over. The time of my departure is near. But look, verse 7, what we all pray we can say, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. There we go. This last part is the one that's, that's so important. I have kept the faith. Whoa, that's moving, man. That's moving. I have finished the race. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Mm. I've done all that I've done and through it all, through the ups and downs, through the hardships, through the you know, interpersonal conflicts, through the, the trials and obstacles. You know what? I fought a good fight. I finished my race and I've kept the faith. Woo! So now what's going to happen? So now verse 8, ooh, this is beautiful. Now, he's convinced, man. He knows what's coming. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous, you have to think, you have to think the Apostle Paul had a tear in his eye and a, and a warm heart when he wrote this. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. The Lord himself will reward me on that day. When this drink offering is complete, when the glass is empty, when I've been completely poured out, when my departure has, uh, has come, then Jesus himself, the righteous judge, has a crown for me. Oh, hallelujah, right? Man, praise God. Child of God, look, if you've been serving the Lord, there's a crown waiting for you. There is a crown waiting for you, which the righteous judge, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, will give to you. That's what he says. That's what Paul says. The righteous judge will, will award me on that day. But look, not just me. Paul says, not just me, not just the apostle Paul, not just the great apostle Paul, and not only me, but will also to all Brothers and sisters, that's you and me. To all, we are part of that. That little three-letter word, they're all, we all in there. We in there. But also to all who have longed for his appearing. Every person who loves Jesus, every person who truly has a relationship with Jesus, who loves Jesus, who has fought the good fight of faith, who has kept the faith, who's finished the race, 
And God, Jesus himself, has a crown of righteousness that is waiting for you. Man, that's beautiful. Verse 9. This very personal remarks here, right? An elderly man knows his days are short, speaks on a personal level here. He says, do your best to come to me quickly. Why? Because I don't know if I'll see you again. Come see me. For Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. Demas is gone. Cretius has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke, good old Luke, the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts, Gospel of Luke. Luke is with him. Get Mark, cool story here. John Mark, who they had a little uh, breakup, a little rift earlier on in life. Now they're obviously reconnected. Get Mark, also known as John Mark, and bring him with you because look what he says. He is helpful to me. <laughs> John Mark at one time in Paul's ministry turned away, you know, he kind of not turned away from faith, but just didn't want to continue on on the missionary journey. And so obviously at that point, he was not helpful to Paul. And so at that point, Paul takes Luke or uh, uh, take Silas, take Silas. But now it kind of full circle. Mark is again useful and helpful to me. Verse 12, I sent you Tychicus into Ephesus when you come. It's very personal. Hey, hey, also, uh, also, Timothy, uh, can you can you get my jacket? <laughs> I love my jacket in, in Troas. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, every, you know, anytime someone comes to your house, they always leave something right. Leave there. Or you go to someone's house, you, you go out of town. You, I left my I left my I left my phone charger, left my, my glasses, left my contact case. You know, always leaving something. Paul, Paul apparently left his cloak at some point. And he said, uh, when you come, can you bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas? <laughs> and my scrolls, Paul's still reading, man. He's, he's a scholar, and especially the parchments. He's a writer and a scholar, man. He's studying to his last day. Isn't that beautiful? He's, this, he's an old, elderly man. He's still learning, still growing, still studying. He's like, bring my cloak because it's a little chilly. I ain't going to get chilly. I want my cloak. And uh, he's still studying. Bring my scrolls. Bring my books so I can read. I want to keep my mind engaged. I want to continue to learn about the truths of the Lord. I want to write and communicate. Verse 14, Alexander, the meat, uh, the metal worker did great, did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he has strongly opposed our message. Alexander, obviously was a problem, a little bit of a problem. Verse 16, at my first offense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. Being like Jesus right there, right? May it not be held against them. Father, forgive them. Verse 17. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safe. Watch that. Watch this. Safely to his heavenly kingdom. God going to get me home, man. Look, look, God going to get you home. You think how how how's he gonna get he gonna get you home safely? He's gonna rescue from you from everything. What's he gonna rescue you from everything? Anything that comes your way, anything that comes the, the way of the believer, God's gonna deliver us. He's gonna bring us safely home. Praise his name. To him, Paul even got launches into a little praise right there, right? He said, Yeah, praise him. Be, to, to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Because he's able to bring me home safely. 
verse 19. This is a familiar couple that Paul loves dearly. He's served with Paul a long time. Greek Priscilla and Aquila. <laughs> Good people, man. Those tent makers who likely trained Paul in tent making and helped him kind of uh, uh, fund and finance his ministry. Greet Priscilla and Aquila and the household of Onesphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Now, interesting. Now, interesting. Here's a little theological point. Paul did miracles in his life. He was used to bring healings and amazing things for, for the Lord. But here we see that he left Trophimus sick in Miletus. Sometimes you just can't heal them. We don't know why. God heals some people. He doesn't heal others. Even through the Apostle Paul, not everyone the Apostle Paul knew and touched was healed. Clearly, you know that Paul prayed for his friend to be healed, and he was still sick. We don't know why. We don't understand. Some get healing instantly. Some get healing in death. But we don't know. We don't know. Verse 21. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus greets you, and so does Pudens. Linus. I love that. Linus, like Charlie Brown. Huh? <laughs> So Linus, Claudio, and all the brothers and sisters. Now what? Now this is just one second, guys. This right here, verse 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 22, the very last sentence the Apostle Paul that we know of would write, or at least the last one we have in the Bible. Watch this. Beautiful. His last words to you and to me and to Christians throughout the generations from God himself to us, the Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. Woo! I hope you feel that. Wow. The very last sentence penned by the Apostle Paul. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. Wow. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast today. Man, what a powerful last chapter, right? Just knowing the context of it is just so powerful. Um, knowing Paul, where he was in his life and his, the, the legacy of his ministry and uh, the years and years of influence that uh, that would come from this man of God and continues to until Jesus comes uh, is just powerful. So thank you for being on today. Hey, you know what we do? We read, we pray, change the world. So it's time to pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for my friends uh, who jumped on the podcast today as we read the word of God together. Thank you for the Apostle Paul and his moving and powerful and God-breathed words. Lord, I pray that we would always be ready to preach the word, to never waver from the word of God, to for it to be our first resource, not our last. Uh, Lord, help us to be those who listen to the word of God, even when it's uncomfortable, and not to try to get teachers and um, preachers around us that will just say what we want them to say. Uh, but we would be students of the word, and listen to the word and obedient to the word. Uh, and God, in our churches, we pray that our churches would be places where the word of God is preached, not an ideology, not a political ideology, uh, not what's faddish or what's popular, but what is the truth. And let the chips fall where they may, Lord. Help us to do that. Um, God, we pray that our lives would be uh, consistent with this phrase, that we fought the good fight, that we finished the race, that we keep the faith. Lord, let our lives be a testimony of that. Lord, thank you that you uh, have a reward for us and that we will one day be with you in heaven and that um, that is a promise as sure as your coming the first time. Uh, 
Lord, I pray your blessing upon my friends today, whatever needs, concerns they have, whatever they're crying out to you for, whatever they're reaching out to you for, whatever they need from you today, may you grant it in abundance today. May you bless them real good in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being on again. I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of this. Uh, on Monday, we jump over to the short book of Titus, three short chapters. So we'll finish that next week. So we'll start it on Monday. So uh, thank you for being a part of it. Hope to see you again on Monday uh, as we continue our journey through the New Testament. It's been rich and it's going to get continue to get better. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.